0: You count down, Nick.
1: Okay. Three, two, one. Banana. Banana. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was,
2: I think what that was is, uh that was Chuggy is what that was.
0: Maybe. Banana? Okay. Do we have to choose a more Banana Gen Z word? Banana for
1: scale. <laughs>
0: oh, that is Chuggy. You're right. Okay. Gen Z word. Countdown. What's a <laughs> what,
1: what, is, what are we doing right now?
0: Well, um, we can't make a chuggy. Why? Why Why can't it be a chuggy? I don't want it to we be. We are
1: millennials. We have to accept it. <laughs> okay.
0: We're going to say, we're going to say bussin. Oh my God.
1: That's even On worse.
0: <laughs> that's just cringe. Not we're gonna say, that's not even chuggy. We're gonna that's say, cringe. <laughs> uh, oh, no, no. It's, you know, those memes of, uh, of like they'll Photoshop, like the curly hair onto, uh. Like Don Draper. Patrick shit? Bateman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and Don Draper. Bet, bet. And it'll, be, it'll just be like bet bussing on God, yeah, for real, for real, for real, for real. And they'll put it onto like Walter White, and he'll be like, "On God, Hank, I am not Heisenberg." On God, <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty good. <laughs> this this meth is the most bussing shit you will ever snort, <laughs> Tuco. You're <Eli>. like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> wait. <laughs> Do it for Avatar, <laughs> yo! No, ca- for no- Avatar, be,
0: <laughs> no cap. Like, I'm about to, I'm about to get the Avatar. Like I'm God. <laughs> I wrote no cap. I think I found the Avatar. This is a and day for me. <laughs> Welcome to the I can, I the can, podcast. <laughs> I can hear Nikki snoring. <laughs> <laughs> we have an intro in it. Oh, Nikki, join our intro. Uh, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> it Tales of Bossing say Tales of Bossing say Yeah Say what? Say Bossing say Huh? Huh? What? What? <laughs> okay <laughs> That is a strong start. Welcome back to Avatar the First Viewing this is the podcast where a first-time watcher, and in this case, two first-time watchers, go through and watch the show Avatar The Last Airbender from start to finish, accompanied by an Avatar expert. I am your Avatar expert, Eli. I am your Avatar newbie. My name is Peter.
1: And I'm Nikki, another Avatar newbie.
0: Yeah, we got Nikki this time.
1: I'm here.
0: Yeah, how's how's residency?
1: Residency's hard. Yeah. Yeah. But... Days off are nice and all transitions are hard, yeah.
2: I really have enjoyed seeing snippets of what it's like to start residency through your B-Reels, Nikki.
1: Mmm, bless B-Real, best app ever. I'm glad you've enjoyed (laughs) it. I wish it was easier to take them at the hospital, but it's like often there's no good angle where you're not accidentally showing like some patient information or something. That's why mine are always late.
2: Ah, that's so interesting because for finance, for me, 80% 80% of the time I'm working on like confidential finance information.
1: Oh, so I, I wondered that point. about yours too. Like whenever like a spreadsheet is showing in yours or something, I like look all close <laughs> to see if I can get some confidential yeah. tea.
0: A graph or something, especially. Not allowed. Not allowed. Confidential. Not allowed. I want to see those graphs. Uh, what do well, we talk
2: about on this podcast again? What-
0: <laughs> oh, the podcast? Oh, well, today we, were, yes. we watched. I, I mean, I didn't watch it today. I watched it a couple days ago, but today we are talking about Tales from Bossing Say This is season two, episode 15. This is a bit of a different episode. It is a series of shorts. It covers pretty much all the main characters. We followed around, have like a quick, like three or four minute little short story with them. Uh, you know, a lot of them are pretty lighthearted, fun, except for one, except for oh, one man. of them. So, what are your overall thoughts, Peter, on this? <sighs>
2: Oh boy, um, I'm kind of yeah. I watched it like a week ago, so I'm getting looking at my notes, getting back into it. I was very surprised that they did this kind of like cutaway episode when we were in such like a like a heightened plot dramatization uh, part of the season. Initially, I, I I like didn't understand why they would like create such a sense of urgency around like bossing say and like you know getting the Earth people to like help them with their plan just to kind of make them kind of vamp and wait in bossing state, but I thought this episode was really powerful I think um it, it's reminiscent it, it like paints the humanity of the city but the humanity of each character and the depth and and, and uh three-dimensionally three de- dimensionality of of every character really really well um it just breathes life into every character so that I think when the stakes are high so that when like Someone gets injured or a main character like goes through a hardship. Like we're going to feel it even more powerfully through the finale and through season three because of this episode. I think this episode is like the core of why people don't really enjoy the show. People rewatch the show. People make podcasts about the show and, and people listen to podcasts about the show. Like, yeah. You know, this episode is whew, very dank. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Nikki? Well, how did you feel about this episode?
1: Yeah, similarly, I loved that we got to dive deeper into each character. They were all way shorter than I expected they were going to be. But like then you and I were kind of discussing them last night and there's so much you can get from each of them. So yeah. I liked it a lot.
2: Yeah, it really felt like they're like long TikToks. They were little vignettes, you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it really was just like whoop whoo Like just like real quick mm. snippets, but yeah, I I don't know. Does I don't know if it makes sense to do like a newbie recap of all of them. What do you, What do you think? Yeah, like, I mean, I think we,
0: could, we we could do it. I think but. we should uh go through just cover what happened in each of them because there's a lot of them. So do you want to go ahead and take maybe. it away with a newbie recap? Yep,
2: yep. Yeah, yeah. Eli, Nikki, like feel free to chime in, or maybe I can pass the torch if I forget yeah. one. But
0: well, we can we can start do it chronologically. We start off with uh, Katara and Toph. Toph,
2: yeah, Tales of Katara and Toph, or something like that. Yeah, so Katara and Toph one was really cute, uh, a little bit more light and whimsical. Basically, Katara takes Toph on a like a makeover spa day, and it's kind of like Toph can't see, and like she clearly has this like chip on her shoulder about like feeling pretty in her own skin. Uh, they they bond as as female friends and lets Toph feel safe to kind of embrace her own femininity and prettiness. And like, she clearly has a complex with it. Um, blind being, being blind as a part of it. But um, that's pretty much it. They go on a spa day, some girls bully them and then they just like throw them in the river and they like <laughs> become closer friends. Um, <laughs> there's, there's so much more depth than that. Yeah. But like <laughs> We'll come back to it. Uh, so that's that one. Oh boy. Already. Uh, the, the second one is, tales of iroh
0: the one everyone remembers
2: yeah everyone's favorite oh boy so it's iroh just kind of being iroh like just loafing around his day he's like in the street market like buying something there's a kid that's crying so he like plays a beautiful song on his uh like i don't know what to call it like the loot chinese like banjo type thing and then uh some guy tries to mug him and iroh flips him and then like teaches him a better mugging stance and like Actually ends up having tea with the mugger. And then he goes to a tree and then like lays out like a little picnic of the stuff that he got from the market. And then you're like, wait, this tree looks familiar. What is what is this tree? And then it's like, oh shit, he's in say What happened in Bossing Se? He lost his son in Bossing Se. Wait, this is his son's grave. And then he's opening up the picnic and it says, Happy birthday, my son, or something. Mm-hmm. And then He starts to uh, re-sing the song that he was singing to the sun, which is very, like, somber.
0: And he's crying while he sings it. And he's crying. And I'm crying. And then everyone else started crying. crying. (laughs)
2: crying and, And we'll come back to this, but I didn't know this, but, like, so, like, they kind of have this wide shot at the end, and they say, in honor of Mako.
0: Yeah. The voice actor.
2: Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And I guess... He, the voice actor recorded this scene after finding out that he had cancer. So mm-hmm. he, he somewhat knew that, like, this was, you know, p- part of his goodbye to the character, to, I don't know, the world. And, like, it, you know, th- there was some weight to it that was personal uh, and, and, and beyond just the show. Um, and clearly, like weighs heavy on, on, on the fans as well, because I mean, I Googled it yep. and you know, it was very like much a, a Googled thing. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Be- beautiful song too.
0: He died before the episode aired. And so the, Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah So they, they put that little tribute at the end for him yeah and then they had to, uh, replace the voice actor for season three. Oh really? Okay, and yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. All right. But, uh, we'll come back to it. Let's, uh, let's get through the, <laughs> new <movie we> <laughs> yeah. uh, tell, tell of Ang Uh, I wrote the, oh, so Tale of Ang. he's at the zoo, and the zoo animals are like, you know, like, you know, COVID depressed, and like, they're not getting anywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where's all the people? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Ang is like, oh, yeah, I'm great with animals. Let's, you know, let them out. And uh, they let them out, and they rampage. Uh, shout out to the cabbage guy getting wrecked again. Mm-hmm. But then uh, he eventually blows the whistle, uh, like the Ang whistle, I think.
0: The bison whistle. yep.
2: Yeah, the bison whistle. The oppa whistle is what I meant to say. Uh, And then leads them outside and then earth bends like a like a big like wall around the animals and sets up like a zoo thing outside of like the great walls where Mm -hmm. the animals have more grazing they can do. Um, A few good themes here that we can come back to. And then. um, Yeah, yeah. It, it, It was just Aang just doing nicely. Nice Aang things like friendly neighborhood avatar things. Uh, definitely some things I want to come back to there too, though. Uh, Taylor Saka, <laughs> This is great. Haiku uh, he, rap battle. Yeah. He, he haiku rap battles in front of these girls. And then like at the end gets wrecked and like thrown out of like the little haiku. Yep. training. He says too many syllables.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you said too many syllables, man. And they chuck them right out of there. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, Zuko, Oh,
2: uh, Zuko, A.K.A. Jin or whatever, and mm-hmm. and then so there's this cute girl in the tea shop that keeps coming by, and uh, she, yo, she's got game, yo. We'll come back to this. She <laughs> <laughs> she asks uh, him out. He's like super stifled the whole time, and uh, at at the end, like he firebends some lamp lights around this fountain, makes her close her eyes, and then they smooch, they smooch,
0: just a little. Just yeah, a little, and, uh, something quick. Yeah, yeah, but it yeah, was yeah. mutual. It was mutual.
2: Yeah, it was mutual. And then he's like, Oh, like can't, Blah, puberty. <laughs> and then uh, she's like, Why? And he's like, It's complicated. And then I'm like, yeah. Oh, he's gay for Ang. And okay, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. or guitar. Uh, or Katara. And then he comes back. Uh, the Uncle Iroh's like, Oh, so I was it. And he slams the door. And then he opens it and he says, It was nice. (laughs) I don't know if that's the right order, but that's what happened. Yeah. Okay, lastly,
1: Tale of Momo.
2: Uh, Momo's... What a character, Momo. So, Momo's... There was no dialogue in Momo's, as you would expect. There was a lot of fun cuts and, like, a a lot of... It was very Charlie Chaplin, right? There was... a. They did a lot of the communication through, like, the scoring and the music and the sound effects. I think he was being chased by some, like,
1: Puma-looking things. dog things, things. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puma-dog things.
2: Yeah, and then they got, like... they. They together got caught in this place that seemed like they were gonna cook them um, in a very like Chinese market, like <laughs> like hey, these animals up the street, let's eat yeah, them. Yeah, 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 like, <laughs> like 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 pangolin shit. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, That's a second COVID reference. But um, <clears throat> and then they he helps them escape, and then they're like, oh shit, you're chill. Let me lick you. <laughs> and groom you. And did they're so,
0: like, didn't know you were chill like that. <laughs> 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 hey, I'm doing the dance. Didn't know you were chill like that. Anyways, yeah, let me show uh, you yeah, where
2: your yeah, friend yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then take him to a big footprint of oppa. In my notes, I wrote, nice.
0: Um, nice? What, what yeah.
2: does that mean? Like, oh, nice. They took him to, like, the oppa thing. Oh, like oh, basically nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. uh i think they like smelled oppa's
0: fur his wasn't his fur like dropping or something or and then they found the the footprint
2: yeah 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 yeah. Uh, i forget how they figured out they were trying to they were like they were helping momo i don't think momo realized maybe in that shot but like you know, the the not the red herring, but the uh, the point is is like, hey, here's a footprint, like Momo found it, like this'll be how they find Alpa in the next episode. Is here's a yeah. lead for the next episode. So mm-hmm. it wasn't completely separated. I mean they they left a few nuggets here and they developed the characters a little bit here and there, but
0: yeah. That is the
2: newbie recap. Thank you for bearing with me, friends.
0: Well, there is not that much in terms of like plot progression other than Momo's arc, surprisingly yeah uh, Aang's arc is very like just a little thing that Aang did and a lot of the other ones as well they're more creating depth to the characters but do you have any predictions based off of this episode in any anyone's story so Momo is probably the most plot relevant but there's also yeah you know maybe with Jin and Zuko right yeah Something yeah, could yeah. be there
2: I think so yeah the biggest takeaways were like okay they're gonna use the footprint to track Appa probably yep. obviously I think uh, Lee, I believe is her name, uh, from the coffee, the tea, tea shop. Jin. Zuko. Um, I think Lee is going to become... Jin. Or is it Jin and then he's it's, Lee? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, he,
0: his his false name is Lee, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. So
2: I think Jin is going to come back because, one, like, they animated her very cute and, like, she had a really, di- like, distinct, like, cool personality.
0: Okay. Okay. It
2: wasn't a character actor like character, you know, like it was. Yeah. It was like she's gonna come back.
0: In what capacity? In a romantic capacity, you think, or?
2: Well, I think it's just like it's just a really, it is like,
0: like just the character itself, like that's yeah.
2: Okay. No, well, I I think yes, like the character being good and substantive signals to me that like they plan on like, you know, breathing some more life into that character and giving her more screen time. But I think it's also that as a plot device it's a reason for Zuko's identity like conflict him being undercover to like become complicated yeah Yeah, yeah. so I mean it's a forcing function for him to reconcile his Fire Nation heritage Mm -hmm. uh, both in like the political sense of like what does it mean to be a fucking firebender in an Earth Nation but also like his weird like guilt, shame but also like pride like his complex emotions around being a firebender right Mm -hmm. Um, so I think That'll, like, he'll probably, like, have an angst burst, angsty burst against her. And then she's like, "Yo, like, maybe at first she cares. But then later she's like, I don't care. I love you or some. Oh, shit. you
0: mean like he's going to reveal his firebending?
2: I think, yeah, his firebending will eventually, his secret identity will be revealed to that neighborhood. Mostly because of her.
0: Okay.
2: Ooh, and I think Jet will probably enter the scene again. Yeah, I mean, he's been arrested
0: last we saw, but yeah. you, you think there's more from him as well?
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think those are the only kind of okay predictions, like forward-looking things there.
0: Anything yeah. from you, Nick?
1: No. I'll jump in when I got stuff to say.
0: Uh, you <laughs> did have some, a couple things to say. Uh, and I think Oh, yeah. I thought we were next... going to kind
1: of go through them each individually.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: or however you guys want to Well, do I
0: it. think we can jump into that next then. Uh, just talk about uh, some of the things that we liked about this episode.
2: Yeah, favorite so. parts. Yeah. Why don't you start, Matt?
1: Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, I really liked the Toph and Katara story because you kind of alluded to some of this in your recap, Peter. But I just feel like those characters, what's asked of them in the story is, you know, to be really to be warriors and to kind of harness this masculine energy. And I really liked that we got to see a feminine side to both of them. And I just loved that it like highlighted the beauty of female friendship. You know, Mm. it was just lovely to watch.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so true that these characters just don't have a proper story moment to like have, have this like more feminine moment together because it's typically, it has to be, whatever's happening has to be related to the plot, which is why I like the series, but we kind of miss some of that. So I'm glad that we can have these sort of like downtime adventures where they can explore these characters in a more wholesome way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the only way that we see some of that energy, I feel like, is through Katara's nurturing nature. Mm-hmm. But that's a little bit different, yeah. you know, than like leaning into your femininity and yeah. and just seeing the two of them interact with that dynamic together.
2: Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It, I think, I think I did find that very refreshing because I would love for my son and daughter to watch this show. I think the messages that it's like giving kids and girl, young girls and young boys is really great. Like, and and I think it's very empowering to not just girls, but like, it, it is a very empowering show for girls. I, I I would think, but then this episode is like another gentle reminder of like, yeah, you can also be feminine and also like, be friends with other girls, like support yeah. each other type of thing. Exactly. Uh, up to this point, it's not like Katara and Toph were like bickering this whole time. But like initially, right. you know, they, they they were kind of shown as this like yin and yang thing. It wasn't like mm. a caddy catty thing. It was just more like it was it was really just to show the external side of like Ang's conflict of like the tough love versus self love kind of side. But you know, I think it's cool that they explicitly do show that like oh no, they're chill. And they're being mm-hmm. friends and supporting each other.
0: And, and good to show that like Toph has, has more value in herself than just being like the best earthbender. Because I feel like that's yeah. where she places all of her internal value. So this is re- so good for her character, for Katara to show her that she's more than that.
2: Yeah. Toph yeah. just made a good friend. <laughs>
1: it breaks that that movie rule too, right? What is it called? The, it's like we Bechdel have test. two girls. Yeah. They're talking yeah. to each other and they're not talking about men. Always refreshing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anything else in that section? Oh, okay, okay. So, like, some of the shots that I really enjoyed, they're getting pedicures, and they're, like, scraping, like, so much callus off of uh, Toph's feet, and Toph is, like, going insane. And and it's, like, it makes... I I really like that touch because, yeah, like, that makes sense because she's always going to be barefoot. Yeah. You know, she's basically... She through
0: the desert barefoot.
2: yeah. I mean, those are her eyes and ears. And uh, she's basically got a hobbit feet. Of course, it's going to be really, like, you know, calloused. I thought it was really cute. <laughs> and, then the, and then the Mean Girls, uh, the Earthbender Mean Girls that I walked by were like, hey, that's really great makeup for a clown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the bully stereotype is so, yeah. it's so hard to nail. Because <laughs> I actually just watched Mean Girls. We really I had never seen it actually. What? <laughs> Dude, I, I was, I Wait, like we still seen... haven't
1: finished it.
0: No. I've seen yeah. like chunks of it. You know, I've seen like the first 30 minutes, I've seen the last 30 minutes, I've seen the whole movie, but split up. And so we just wow. sat down and watched I think probably three quarters of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought it was really good, but the, the reason I bring it up is because they do the bully thing very well. And, like, that's why yeah. it's so fondly remembered is because uh, Regina George is such a good antagonist.
2: Regina George is is GOAT character, though. Like, but one in terms of execution and just two, like, in hindsight, the amount of cultural impact that that character and that oh, yeah. is had.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, every single line is, like, a thing people quote. Yeah. I want to talk about my favorite one, obviously, is the Tale of Iroh. Mm. This is the one that everyone rem- remembers the most out of... Uh, The short story, because he like that, that ending scene is just so gut punching. But I really love the moment that he has with the guy who's trying to rob him. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's just such a good picture of his character. Um, Nicky and I talked about this as well, just about like the, the love that we don't give old people. And, and something, something that we realized when we were talking about this yesterday is uh, I guess it'd be better if Nick to say, but it's about like anxiety and old people.
1: Yeah, just his story to me was just like a lot about mindfulness and just living like so in the present because he's just kind of like bopping around, doing his own thing and like lives each moment fully. And just like his energy is just like he can't be bothered. I mean, except for the end, which is sad, but... It just reminded me of like, I feel like, unless you're like a very enlightened young person, like that's not something you can really achieve until you're old and sort of yeah. have seen all the ebbs and flows of life and realize that, like, in the end, most of this stuff just doesn't matter.
0: Yeah.
2: I and mean, it was Christ like, it was very Buddha like. It was, I mean, it was very mm-hmm. mindful, like, not to make it a religious thing, but like, it made me think about like definitely being more present and like, yeah, being present. <laughs> Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was so present and and loving and wise and that whole thing. And I would I would really love like a Iro prequel because like, I mean, Mm. where he is now is, is certainly a function of him having been so not that.
1: Yeah, right. That's what you were saying, Eli.
2: And having having broken, I would love to see a almost evil, militant, aggressive, ruthless general and his fall from grace. And, yeah. and what emotional things that he went through in a younger man Iroh. Like, I think that would be a really cool story to, to see. And, and, and uh, maybe they, they'll, I feel like they'll probably show a bit more flashbacks, but I feel like it deserves its own, like, prequel. Mm. I'm sure Viacom is working on it.
0: <laughs> I, I have more to touch on that uh, okay. that idea, but yeah. it's my thesis, so I'm going to save it. But <laughs> they, they yeah. did actually announce at uh, Comic-Con what they're working on right now. So they're the first. They're working on a movie right now, and it's going to be about the Aangang Gang as like young adults. So mm. a couple of years after the the end of the series is what the mm. first movie is going to be about. And then after that, they're going to do a movie about I think Avatar Kiyoshi. And then there's mm. going to be a Zuko movie, and then there's going to be a Korra movie after that.
2: Cool. Well, it'll depend on the box office slash viewership numbers after the first movie, but. I I hope it does really well, and I hope we get more and more of the yeah. Avatar universe, and that I means think, it's just more and more episodes for us.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. That's I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see what they do with this universe because it's so awesome, and I I love the animation is so good in Korra because they just had more money. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, and like you know, the technology just got better, so. They're able to do some really cool stuff, and I'm excited to see that in the form of a movie because I just love the way that animation is progressing right now. Yeah. Uh, to to name a few examples, or one in particular, that I think looks really good, the trailer for the new Puss in Boots movie. It looks really... The animation looks awesome. It has the sort of like, animating on twos a little bit for certain characters.
1: Oh. So they
0: have that, like... It uh, looks a
1: lot like the Into the Spider-Verse, right?
0: Yeah, because that's what they did in that movie, where they would have the environments moving at 24 frames per second, and then they're animating certain characters at 12 frames per second. So it looked, it just looks really nice. But I think people are finally incorporating color and light in such a better way with uh, yeah. the technology today, with, like, ray tracing and stuff, that they can make the characters look so good. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to these after movies, even if I'm sure they'll do a good job with the story because the original creator is going to be back to work on it. But just to see the animation, I'm stoked.
2: I'm stoked, dude. And I agree that this new animation, like, yeah, we definitely hit a step function up. Yeah, quality.
0: we we were in a like a a dead zone where people were just obsessed with copying Pixar. Yeah. But yeah, this yeah, like yeah. nice round features and softly mm-hmm. animated characters. Uh, and then people were like, no, let's make it, let's, let's bring back 2d elements. And everyone's like, yeah, this looks better. Mm, yeah. So it's just more, I, I just like yeah.
2: variety and creativity.
0: That's true. Cause I do like the, the Pixar look as well, but it's just, it was like 10 years of that. And only that. And it's nice to have something else um, to break it up a bit. I feel like I got my like main – like I don't have that much to say about the other ones. I think they're they're totally fine. But yeah, do we want to move uh, on to the thesis or what do you think?
2: Um, let me just rattle off some of the notes highlights I had.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
2: Uh, for Tales of Iroh, I said – I wrote down if only I could have helped you. I don't know if that's something he muttered or like he, said.
0: Yeah, he said that about his son. Oh,
2: man. yeah i mean it, yeah okay I mean, we've talked about it <laughs> <so>. <laughs> like, and then i also wrote down the lyrics and i don't want to butcher the singing but like if you guys want to f- feel the feels like i would go back and watch the youtube club of him singing yeah um, but to to i i want to read the lyrics if that's cool um yeah it's leaves from the vine falling so slow like fragile tiny shells drifting in the foam Little soldier boy come marching home. Brave soldier boy comes marching home.
0: And the, the tears were all. The tears. Tear bending. Water bending <laughs> our tears right out of us.
1: <laughs> I'm not crying. I'm water bending. Yeah, <laughs> Water bending out my eyes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, for Tale of Aang, uh, my favorite part was probably all the uh, cool animals that they kind of like mishmashed up together yeah. there was like a lion armadillo there was like a rabbi-roo uh i think they that it.
0: one actually made sense i could see yeah. that existing yeah because the, the rabbits already have like like their body shape is relatively similar to a kangaroo but they don't have that big old tail but i feel like yeah. that in uh maybe they that did exist at some point on earth like a really big rabbit that was even faster yeah i don't yeah. know mm. It was pretty it just it made sense to me I don't know yeah more than a
2: line armadillo for sure more, more
0: <laughs> than a platypus bear it made sense yeah
2: yeah also there was a platypus, platypus bear like yeah I, I like that they like this is like the fourth
0: again. time that the platypus bear has yeah been on the
2: show <laughs> yeah so that was that um tale of Sokka. man I didn't write oh I wrote down one uh the the teacher says um chittering monkey in summer he climbs treetops and thinks himself tall I, <laughs> I, she said that and I audibly went, Ooh, <laughs> God. Um, you're, you're a part of the
0: uh, audience with the rest of the, uh, poets.
2: Yeah. I thought that was like actually very like poetic, but like good, but also like, you know, insulting. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't think of anything that Jin said, but I wrote down. Jin has so much game.
0: <laughs> she was just like a, a super active listener. And whenever Mm. like Zuko was giving her nothing and then as soon as he did give her something, she just like pounced on it and like kept asking questions about it in like a I want to get to know you way.
2: Yeah. Mm. I was like, I'd like to go on a date with this girl. She Mm. seems cool. And then uh, for Momo, (laughs) this is so random, but I wrote down um, the fruit tree design is so unique and cool. They had he was in the beginning of the episode or in the beginning of the vignette. he was just lying on this tree. That had fruit come down in like a coat hanger looking thing. And then the coat hanger had a bunch of like fruit on it. I don't know if that's based on a real tree. It seems like it's based on a fake Mm. tree. And I just appreciate like Rick and Morty does a lot of this. Um, I just appreciate like details that they breathe into to make you make the environment a little bit more fantastical. Uh, It's like same, same, but different from our reality. Yeah. Um, So that stuck out to me and I thought it was cool. Okay. Really random shit. But uh, that's uh, all I had.
0: Any uh, any thoughts from you? Any favorite parts, Nikki?
1: Um, I think my only other, like, thought was um, that Aang's story just felt kind of like a micro version of his overall story. Like, has mm. a great heart and a big mission he wants to accomplish, but, like, not much of a plan. And we'll just kind of deal with the obstacles as they come.
0: Mm, yeah. That's
2: a good insight. That's a good insight. As,
0: same as a, as an airbender, yeah, yeah. too, right? They don't. They don't plan too much. It's just mm. dealing with life and flowing through it
1: as best mm-hmm. they can.
0: Yeah, just right. go with
1: it. Back to mindfulness. Here we are.
0: Exactly. Uh, shall we move on to our freshman year bogus thesis? Yep, yep. I have my thesis. Hit us, Eli. Okay, so my thesis is about what you were talking about about Ira. Uh huh. I have an answer. Uh, the, the question is I'm going to pose a question and an answer. Question is, how freshman of you? <laughs> uh, he he said, um, "I wish I could have saved you." Right? Is that exactly what he said? Yeah, you had it in your notes.
2: If only I could have helped you. If only maybe? I could have
0: helped you. Right? It means a lot of things. Right? So he he, in the episode, he goes and helps a bunch of random people. Oh my! Uh, right? I'm already so... crying. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He helps a lot of people, right? He helps the kid. He helps the bandit who tried to rob him. He sees the good in everybody. And at the end, he says, I wish I could have helped you to his son. And I I think it relates to he's also not only talking about his son, but also like his former self, because Mm -hmm. I think he really blames himself, Mm -hmm. uh, as you're saying, where he we've seen like one clip of him in the show that was the past of Zuko uh-huh. uh, where he was a general like during the siege of Ba Sing Se, and he was this like happy sort of like subtly evil dude where he's like <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah. break these walls soon don't you worry Zuko like they're gonna be in trouble soon
2: <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're gonna commit genocide yeah like, exactly don't yeah, worry
0: when his his son dies he realizes like I've made a huge mistake I don't want to be the Fire Lord anymore. I not. I don't want to be a general anymore. I don't want to siege Bossing say anymore. This is all a mistake. And when he's saying, like, I wish I could have helped you, he's, he's saying, I wish I... Two things. That I hadn't been indoctrinated into the Fire Nation and, like, drank the Kool-Aid and then made you or encouraged you to become a soldier or modeled after you. Being a part of this empire was the right thing to do. And the reason his son died is because he followed his his dad into the siege and Iroh didn't care enough or, I don't know, was thought about his country too much and his son died before him. So I think when he's saying this, he's saying, I wish he could have helped you. He wish She could have raised his son differently and he wished he could have helped himself realize that sooner.
2: So you're saying when he says his He's saying much more than, "Oh man, I wish I could have helped you in that one specific battle, so that you could you didn't die, yeah. and that we could have committed genocide to happily." Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I wish he's he's wishing that he could have shown in his current wisdom, yeah, uh, to his his son at the time. Yeah. How about you? How about you? Anything from you?
2: Um, I think what comes to mind. And I actually, I actually watched the Imitation Game yesterday. Super okay. random, um, but the Imitation Game, you know, it's about Alan Turing during like the during World War II when like London bombings were happening.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: People are like living their lives, but like they're like going to work, and then oh, the they got to go to the bomb shelter and like hope their house doesn't get fucking wrecked, and then they go about yeah. living their lives again. You know, but, but there's this like undercurrent of like terror and like war, right? And I think. Um, there's there's a similar through line in this episode where i do think that there is this imminent looming sense of danger with like the fire nation but then the humanity that you can find in the Mm day-to-day throughout it um being this super grounding if you think about like the meaning of life what is that um and and what like what what is the meaning of all this like pain and atrocities and the fire nation coming in and taking over Ukraine or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, in the, in these little moments you cherish the, 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 the neighborhood cats and Momo getting along, you know, you you cherish, Mm -hmm. you cherish going on a spy day with your super different earthbender friend. You, you know, you cherish having a flirty session with some, Rap battling girls. <laughs> I don't know. I think um, I think this is this episode is very much a hey, like yeah, we're trying to save the world and we get it. Like, dude, you're you're trying to, you're trying to have a really great career and like become a great content creator, but like, remember to live your life too yeah. because um, it's fleeting. Wow, I'm in an emotional place, man. I don't know if it's the whole yeah. thing or if it's just today, but I guess so. My book, like, I guess my thesis is like remembering i don't know It, it I, I don't want to make it cynical i'm not in a cynical place right now but there is something about like war making people be more grateful for what they have mm-hmm. so i guess my thesis is like what can help us be more grateful about what we have without the imminent threat of losing it so i don't leave it at the question i, I don't know mm-hmm. and I, I i guess arguably uh Iro is the most grateful and and, and mindful of yeah. everything around him because he lost through war. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that thesis just tied it up in a bow. Okay, I'm patting myself on the back. Wow. Though, but
0: <laughs> I was just so Yeah. yeah no, that really, that really brought it around, Peter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. But
2: uh, I'll 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 put the you know I'll pat my eye across my T with that. Mm-hmm.
0: I want to add on to that. Yeah. I think. Uh, the reason I'm I'm happy for this episode and that I'm happy the show has it is because I love that the show is able to make you it, it, at many points and this show is a good example is it shows you that the characters have like more things on their mind than just like the overall plot or the overall goal. Yeah, that they have like they they feel more human that way because they have like more desires. Even Aang, who's the avatar, has more desires than just like. You know, learn, got gotta learn earth bending to defeat the, the fire lord. I'm gonna yeah. go help some animals because he that he does really care about animals. Having yeah two of them, and I, I I like that this all of the characters get to do that a little bit. Yeah, yeah,
1: I agree.
0: Well, I think with that, I think we can uh, thank our sponsor today. Sponsor today is
1: Headspace.
0: Huh? Is
1: that what it's called, <laughs> Headspace?
0: Headspace, no. yeah. <laughs>
1: Calm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Calm. Get a free trial of Headspace. That That is a popular podcast sponsor anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah that's, that's a, why that's I thought that's of,
0: that's of it. Headspace where you can chat with the therapist for a uh, way overpriced. Nah, no, no, Headspace is meditation. That's different. <laughs> oh, okay. What's uh, that one called? Um, that is something though. It's like... That's a... Yeah. That's
1: a that-
2: <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, as in yes, yeah. better, you better help me because I'm hanging by a thread here.
0: <laughs> I've been working on that bit. <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting to tell someone.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm going to make a TikTok. <laughs>
0: make a TikTok like that.
2: BetterHelp, as in you yeah, better help yeah.
0: me very soon. <laughs> Cool. Well, with that, I want to thank everyone for listening to this podcast and thank you for these kind little emails that I've been getting. A couple people have emailed me and DM'd me and said, yo, love the podcast and so many mo- more nice words than I was ever expecting. So just want to let you all know that these are heard and I really appreciate, it. you know, as a human to human, just feels good when people are nice, be nice to me all the time.
2: Is the <laughs> <laughs> when eli or nikki sends me these it like really makes my day and like it's not like oh yeah it, it's it's not like another oh we got 501 views we got yeah. 502 views you know that doesn't mean anything to me any like in that sense but like when someone leaves a nice comment even if it's like a line or if it's like a whole email like i don't know man it's it's um I think that's why we do this, right? Like we, I mean, we do it because we love talking about Avatar and we love talking to each other, but I don't know, man. Like social media and like content and, you know, like podcasting, it's it's sometimes, I get a little bit cynical about it too, even though I really love it. But I think it's a beautiful, like the beautiful side of it is that like you get to connect with people across the world in a really like intimate way. Yeah. And the comments like that really like light me up. So thank you. Thank you for sharing your thoughts and enjoying our podcast
0: we love you very much
2: yeah we're in love with you no uh no, not you, that thank you not that
0: <laughs> peter do you have any words of wisdom for us i think i think i'm wisdomed out but <laughs> <laughs> thank you everybody bye bye